Good morning, good morning, good morning, my loves. How are you? This is Roseanne Austin, and I am so excited to be with you here this morning. And I'm so excited to welcome you to the struggle free fertility journey. So, as women from all over the world are jumping in on this call, I want to have you guys get have the opportunity to kind of chat for a little bit. If you're if you've logged on and you're watching online, I would love to have you type into the chat, you know, hey, where are you calling in from? You know, where are you joining us from? It would be great to see that as you're all jumping on. And, you know, as we get started, I really want to honor all of you for taking the time to to give to yourself on a Saturday morning. It's something that we as busy women can find so hard to do. So, you know, just give yourself the opportunity to be like, I am going to be all in and I am going to be listening to this fantastic presentation about the struggle-free fertility journey. And, you know, can you believe it's almost March, ladies? This year is flying by already. And this, why, this is why it's so important to take time for yourself like this and get refocused on what you desire to create this year on your fertility journey. Because if you aren't careful, you can wake up months from now and nothing has changed. You or your results. No bueno. We want you to achieve incredible success this year with ease. Yes, I said with ease. This may seem like an impossibility, but let me tell you, loves, when you take control of what you think and believe on this journey, ease is an understatement. Okay, this journey can absolutely blow your mind with how awesome it can get. And as we chat today, you'll be able to see how possible that is when you have the right tools. So let's start off by kind of getting a gauge for where you're at right now. You know, where, where are you on your journey? Are, are there days when it seems like your fertility journey is just one struggle after another? Do you ever wish you could just reconnect with the fun the confidence, the joy, and excited anticipation you once had about being a mom? Has your journey become such a grind that not only are you miserable, you ask yourself, why the hell am I even doing this? Okay? So if you have found yourself in that place on this journey, or you find yourself doing the pendulum swing between optimism and feeling like your world is going to come crashing down, my loves, you are definitely in the right place. If you are making the intelligent observation that fear, negativity, doubt, and stress are doing nothing for your success and you want to do something about it, then you're definitely in the right place, baby. We're going to explore the genius moves that can take the struggle out of your fertility journey and usher in success with ease, okay? So I invite you to be fully present during this call, close out any distractions, any other windows in your browser. You know, as if you're listening online, obviously don't close that one. Turn off the notifications on your other devices. Our time together is for and about you. Chances are, my loves, if you are anything like the women I serve all over the world, you give so much to everyone in your life, your work, your family, your friends, people you don't even know, now is the time for you to give to you. Commit to keeping your mind and heart, your heart, <coughs> excuse me, keep both of those open. Your mind and your heart are critical 
okay? Give yourself the luxury of a beginner's mind, my loves. Trust that you're listening to this for a reason, and it is a message that is coming to you right on time, right? It's amazing how so often when the student is ready, the teacher appears. I know that was definitely true for me. So make sure you have a pen, some paper to take notes, and you know, also write down your questions as we go along because sometimes you know, there'll be things that are coming up. I want you to just take some notes because toward the end of this call, we're going to do a Q&A session. And it's always absolutely delightful to do that because it just gives us an incredible opportunity to really work with the material that I'm teaching you and, and give you an opportunity to get some coaching and really learn how to make this real for yourself. Okay, so if you want to ask me a question live uh, during the Q&A session, you must have clicked the meeting link. Dial in as audio only with no hand raising. So if you've got a question, make sure that you're, you're, you've connected using the meeting link, okay? So also, before we go any further, I want to send a loving shout out to Joanne and the entire Circle and Bloom team for making this time we have together possible. They're absolutely extraordinary. What I love about Circle and Bloom, it is all about empowerment. It's all about taking responsibility for, for what you're visualizing, for what you're creating on your journey and to really begin to realize how powerful you are. And when I was on my journey, I absolutely never went into a treatment without my circle and bloom meditations going. So they've proven to be an integral part of my own life. And so let's just give a loving shout out to Joanne and just send them some gratitude right now because circle and bloom is amazing. So for those of you who do not know me or who are joining one of these calls for the first time, again, my name is Roseanne Austin. I help women get pregnant. I consider myself somewhat of a fertility performance coach is one way that you can put it. Um, I'm sure that that's what my clients would tell you. And I help women get pregnant by teaching them to leverage the most powerful resource they have, mindset. I am the coach that women around the world turn to when they want to get pregnant. And this comes from having spent years on my own fertility journey while I was a state prosecutor in California, undergoing every treatment, diet, lotion, potion, and chasing after every quote unquote miracle cure that I could get my hands on and spending over $100,000 in the process and still not getting pregnant. And it's because of that experience, I learned about mindset the hard way because I had to do what any intelligent woman does. And that was, hey, you know, I'm doing all these things. What's, what's not working here? You know, I had the puritanically clean diet. I was twisting myself into all kinds of yoga poses. You know, I was living terrified of gluten. You know, I was doing all of those things. I was taking supplements. I mean, you should have seen my kitchen counter. It looked like a pharmacy. I mean, I was doing all of these things, but what was happening quietly in the background is my negativity was like freaking through the roof. Like I, you know, it, it just, I would go into a treatment expecting it to fail. Like, and I was being treated at a top 10 teaching hospital in the country. So it's not like I was bringing, you know, uh, the bench warmers, you know, I, I brought my A game, you know, as far as my treatment team was concerned. But when it came to me, I was absolutely failing. 
when it came to what I was thinking and believing. I wasn't bringing the very best high-performing self that I knew in the courtroom. Um, I was bringing something quite different to my journey. And when that became clear to me, when I, when I realized what I was doing, that's when I was like, okay, the, this, this mindset thing, this isn't just a bunch of crap. Like I, I really need to sort myself out because everyone else is operating at the top of their game. I'm not. So when I started using the undeniable power of the mind-body connection to my advantage, that's when I beat the odds. And that's why today, ladies, I am 45 with a 20-month-old son who was conceived naturally after being treated, as I said, at a top 10 teaching hospital, having loads of failure, and was basically being told it wasn't going to happen for me. Now I coach women on six of seven continents to create success on their journey. So Beating the odds, that's what my clients do day in and day out. And we're continuing in a massive baby boom in my coaching practice right now. In fact, since the new year, we've had nine more pregnancy announcements. And some of these women got pregnant naturally after nearly a decade without a pregnancy, within weeks of having applied the principles that I teach. So this is powerful work. It can literally change the trajectory of your fertility journey. You know, mindset is such a critical piece of the puzzle that gets overlooked routinely. Most people just blow it off as a bunch of woo-woo BS saying, you know, just give the crazy diet, you know, just give me the diet, give me the drugs and, you know, and then that's it. But here's the deal. If you don't get your mindset right, there's a ripple effect in your life. And that's why I'm so passionate about coaching women around the world to master their mindset on this journey so they can perform at a higher level. You know, this is what takes them from struggling to success. So if you'd like to learn more about working with me so you can put yourself on the path to incredible success on this journey, then before the q and I'll share how to do that. But let's focus on, you know, what we're, gonna be, what we're going to be looking at and exploring this morning during this workshop. I'm going to share the heartbreaking mistake that many women make that keeps them in a state of struggle despite their best intentions. We're going to talk about the insanely powerful question that can keep you out of tailspins of fear that create so much stress. And we're also going to be talking about the foolproof masterstroke for eliminating struggle on your fertility journey once and for all. So it is going to be action-packed, ladies. Oh, man, I totally for I forgot to show you this, this picture of me about how I actually do get what's going on on this journey. So... I already shared this with you, but what I love about this is, to put this into some perspective, I had 84 failures, ladies, 84, okay? So if, if you're in a place where it feels like, oh my God, this is never going to happen for me, you know, look, 84 failures, I got a baby downstairs, you know, it, it's all there for you, okay? So, so just give yourself, you know, allow yourself to breathe. Give yourself the opportunity to just suspend your disbelief for a second and just run with me on this because what I see women doing every single day in my coaching practice is turning it around from the most extraordinarily horrifying circumstances, okay? And I'm one of the most stubborn women that you'll ever meet. If I can do it, so can you, okay? Write that down. Write that down. If this woman who's so incredibly stubborn can do it, so can I. And that's me pregnant, like after, you know, being down in the dumps, not believing that it was going to happen for me. This is living proof, my darlings. So, and that's me and my son, baby boy, Asher Douglas. And, you know, 
that smile is real ladies and it was and it is absolutely what you deserve to have on this journey this is why we're going to present this information so okay so let's talk about the heartbreaking mistake that many women make that keeps them in a state of struggle despite their best intentions okay and i want to start by framing our discussion here because it's important to make a critical distinction between being committed to achieving something and struggle all right those are two entirely different things it's one thing to be committed to achieving what you want on this journey and it's another to struggle commitment to your success it, it doesn't necessitate struggle now that doesn't always mean it's going to be a straight line between where you are and where you want to be nor does it mean that things are going to be quick and easy but there is nothing about achieving success on this journey that requires struggle okay i really want you to take that in all right and that being said having lived this journey myself and having worked with hundreds of women around the world I can say with certainty that when struggle appears on this journey, it can be attributed to the heartbreaking mistake that so many of us make. And here's that mistake. It's not having a clear vision for how you choose to live this journey. Because without a clear vision upon which to base your choices, we can keep ourselves in a state of struggle despite our very best intentions. Struggle comes from chaos. And struggle can come from the chaos that ensues on this journey because let's just take a second here all right few of us plan to have fertility issues right I that's not what I was thinking when you know I met my husband fell in love with him and like you know I never even at any point in my estimation of what my future looked like was planning to have this experience in my life and unless you you know you have a, a diagnosis that you've been living with for some time, you know, most of us, you know, didn't expect it. And frankly, even if you have a diagnosis, it isn't until you're actually on this journey that you realize how all encompassing it can be. So, you know, and for that reason, we find ourselves merely trying to survive and putting out fires everywhere, you know. It's like when I think back on what my life was like when I was knee deep in this journey, it felt like a dumpster fire. You know, I, I just felt like everything was coming, you know, crashing down all around me, you know, and we find ourselves reacting instead of responding. It's like we're taking a shotgun approach to the business of getting pregnant, trying to do it anything and everything we can get our hands on, whether it makes sense or not, okay? So that is chaos, and chaos creates struggle. And a really good example of this is when we find ourselves chasing after every treatment, diet, lotion, potion, healer, practice, or whatever we think the silver bullet is going to be, without ever stopping to confirm whether any of those things are actually in alignment with the vision you have for yourself on this journey you know it, it's it's going it's just going in 50 different directions at the same time that tr creates the struggle okay it's not asking smart questions about the options being presented that creates struggle all right remember the distinction between it's one thing to be very committed to getting to the goal it's another to struggle okay you know and most of us you know when we're when we're in this place on this journey you know we're and we're it seems like we're running around in all these different directions you know most of us just stop we we stop 
at asking how much things cost. You know, those are the only kinds of questions. Okay, how much is this going to cost me? You know, and we, we only focus on that, you know, rather than making the smarter inquiry of whether a particular thing is right for you considering the vision that you have for your fertility journey. You know, we just start, we just get so completely short-sighted. And let me just, this is a, a quick side note, my loves, okay? Having spent over a hundred grand on my own journey, I mean, I can't even like, I, it's eye-watering um, how much of an investment I made. But that's not, that I learned since then, like, oh my gosh, that's, that's not even the right place to be looking. So if your only concern is with how much things cost, you're missing out on other questions that are far more strategic, okay? So if you're living in fear about money, you're, you know what, just you got to be more strategic than that, okay? Just a little bit of a side note. You guys can ask me questions about that later. But, you know, it all comes back to being deeply committed to your vision. And it's this lack of a clear vision that can keep us in overwhelm due to the number of choices out there, my loves. It can keep us scouring random message boards for some miracle that worked for someone else instead of looking for the thing that's actually right for us, okay? Lack of clear vision is why so many of us end up feeling pressured and bullied by statistics into doing things we later regret. You know, and this is such an important point because, you know, I did so many things on my own fertility journey that sucked because I wasn't clear on my vision. You know, yeah, I got the point that I wanted to have my baby, but I never stopped to think, wait a second, what do I actually value? How do I actually want to live this journey? I was just strictly in attack mode. And, you know, I'm a former prosecutor. I prosecuted sex crimes for a living. So you better believe I had fight in me and I was all about problem solving. But what I was failing at was having the vision, okay, to make coherent and, and more seamless choices. I kept myself in struggle because I wasn't clear on my vision. And I see this with, I mean, my clients all over the world are super high achieving, extremely accomplished women at the top of their game. And I see this all the time. And it's not because they're silly or that they're fools. They are brilliant, but it's just, this is a piece of the puzzle that no one teaches us to do, okay? So if I sound emphatic about this, it's because I am, <laughs> and it's because I lived this and I see it all the time. So I really want you to pay attention to that. So when you don't have a, a clear vision, it's a recipe for struggle, okay? It's this lack of clear vision that gets us into a place where we're we say we are doing everything, but nothing is working. Like, I can't tell you how many times I said that. And I wonder if you're saying, you know, you've said that on your own journey. Have you said that? I'm doing everything, but nothing's working. Well, you don't have to do everything, love. You don't have to do everything. You just have to do the right things. And when you have a clear vision, it's easier to discern what those things are. And you don't even have to be right all the time, but you have to be in the ballpark. Okay, so that's the first point. Be crystal clear on the vision that you have for your journey. Okay, so and here are some questions because I want to walk you through this. So, so you can start to, to work on this. How do you want to live this journey? Seriously, like have you ever stopped to think, how do I want to do it? You know, I, I know I didn't. And that's why I immediately went into chaos. Like all this information was coming at me. Like it was like drinking from a fire hose at, you know, 
hundred miles an hour on roller skates. It was crazy. So I never stopped to think, okay, wait a second. How do I want to do this? What's the bigger vision? Um, do, you know, do I see myself trying to conceive naturally and being open to other possibilities? You know, what, what's, what's real for me here? You know, you've also got to ask yourself, will you be the leader? And that's a critical question. And it's so funny because I work with so many powerful women, so many A players, you know, your, your classic, lovably type A, control freaky, amazing lunatics, which I love. And they'll laugh if they're listening to this, but because we're all that way. I know I'm that way. Um, I just super high achiever and I'm just like, you know, let's just get this done. But I was handing my power over to other people on my journey. I wasn't being the leader. I was, I'm a leader in every other aspect. But when it came to my journey, I was just like handing my power over cheaply and easily to anyone who would take it. And that's, and that's another thing that created struggle. I wasn't clear about my own role. So what role do you want to take? Are you going to take the role of leader on your journey? Are you going to be the CEO of your own journey? And this is an important thing because there is the temptation that just because people have a bunch of letters after their name that they know more than you. You know, my coaching practice is full of physicians, so they get it. They realize, look, you know, if I want to perform on this journey, if I, if I want to get what I want, I have to think differently. You know, I can't just fall lockstep into just listening to what everyone tells me. You know, certainly like an intelligent human being, you're going to take in information, but you're going to think critically about it. We're going to talk more about that. But okay, so those are the first things. How do you want to live this journey? Will you be the leader? And the other couple things that I would throw out there to you as nuggets to consider when you're looking at getting out of struggle by first creating a vision for how you want to rock this journey is what are the means by which you're open to supporting your fertility? Like, have you ever actually thought about that? Like, what are you open to? And, and look at it from an open-hearted perspective, not based on, you know, uneducated bias. But what are you open to? Like, I never stopped to think about that. I made everything so scary. I just, you know, I, I didn't even, you know, I had been bullied for so long about, you know, my age and everything that I just thought to myself, okay, well, the only option for me is IVF. And, you know, IVF is fantastic. It's, it's, a, it's a freaking miracle. It's what's helping so many women overcome obstacles on their journey. It's, it's, a, it's an absolute blessing for those that it's right for. But you want to ask yourself, you know, what am I actually open to? And, and give yourself the freedom to just kind of explore rather than immediately saying, oh, well, that's too expensive or this or that. Or, you know, you've got hardcore judgments about IUI or donor eggs. You know, just, just stop for a second and look at it from a very open perspective and see what's true for you. Those things may still not be right for you in your heart. Um, and that's perfectly fine. You know, get on with your bad self. That you, This is your life. You get to do this the way you want to, but you have to think about it and ask the intelligent question of what am I open to? Okay, that's it. Now, the last thing is the other thing, and maybe this is the former prosecutor in me coming out, but where are you willing to negotiate on that? You know, you, you got to be willing to negotiate. You know, what are some things that, you know, you're, that sound like real hardcore yeses and nos for you? But, you know, are there areas where, you know, you might be open to some negotiation based on what comes up on your journey and other intelligent, intelligent inquiry? You know, just 
give yourself a chance. You know, essentially creating a vision is about allowing yourself to expand where you're at. Okay. And that's going to be huge. And I'll give you a super quick example. You know, I've, I have a client, um, it, she's one of my amazing physicians. She is this gorgeous, like genius, uh, amazingly gifted. And she was diagnosed as having premature ovarian failure. And they gave her basically a less than 10% chance of ever getting pregnant naturally. The only conversation that people were willing to have with her was about IVF and, and donor eggs, okay? And she didn't have any judgment on IVF or donor eggs. She just knew in her heart that she wanted to get pregnant naturally. And as a physician, she knew the numbers and she knew it would be a long shot. So that's when she came to me and she was basically, Roseanne, this is what I want to do. I want you to help me. And I said, okay, let's do this. And she began implementing the tools and the strategies and the mindset technology that I teach. She was able to stabilize her hot flashes. She started having periods again. And when we met in person at an event I did last year, less than three months later, she was pregnant. Okay. So she stayed focused on the truth in her heart. Her vision, her particular vision was she wanted to get pregnant naturally. And that's what she was going to do. And she, you know, she took care of herself. She acted in accordance with her vision and she focused on that truth in her heart, doing it her way. And she got what she wanted. She had the vision. She got the support to make it happen. And now she's pregnant. So it's, it's an incredible example of what's possible when you very clearly create this vision, my loves. Okay. It's extraordinary. So let's talk about the insanely powerful question. Ah, I love this one. This one is like, put this in your back pocket, ladies. I, I want you to be asking it as often as you can. This question alone, when you start asking it, will rock your world. Okay. So the whole point of asking this particular question, this insanely powerful question that can keep you out of tailspins of fear that creates so much stress on this journey, this question is ultimately about receiving information intelligently, okay? Having a filter. Information is just that. It's information, okay? We have thousands upon thousands of bits of information coming at us throughout our day. Some of the things we don't even recognize, but it's coming at us. So you have to have a filter, okay? And especially on this journey, because the information seems to just go right into your brain and straight to the most negative thing, right? Like, I mean, admit it. I know it was true for me. So, you know, when you have this filter, it also helps you manage your thoughts and feelings about statistics and opinions, because statistics and opinions regardless of who they're coming from, are still just information. They are not verdicts unless you make them so. And, you know, we get in this nasty habit of going to freak out factor five right away when we get information. And that's just not the most intelligent thing to do. And that's what happens, you know, without a clear vision, we are in chaos. And so often immediately we head straight for the worst case scenario instead of thinking critically about the information we take in. Okay, so here's the question. Write this down. It's going to blow your mind. Profound. <laughs> okay, it's simple. All right, and it's this. Is this true for me? Okay, is this true for me? And this 
five word question is so powerful because one, it slows down the thought process. Two, it engages your critical thinking muscles, my loves. And three, it calls up your intuition. And look, this happens in a split second, okay? It happens so quick, all right? When, when you, you know, let's say for example, like, you know, somebody says, oh, so-and-so is pregnant. You know, we take that information in and we're like, we immediately say, oh my God, that's never going to happen for me you know, and it's like, wait a second, when you notice that thought coming up or when you're, you're, you're noticing yourself like running straight for the rabbit hole, you got to ask yourself, wait, is that thought, you know, is that actually true for me? You don't know that, right? It, or, you know, or you read this horror story about a woman who did 15 rounds of IVF, you know, went broke, you know, lost everything, and now she's living in the gutter, you know, exaggeration there. But, you know, like, wait a second, is that actually true for me? Is that going to be me? Seriously, like, we, we don't slow the information down. And by asking yourself, is this true for me? you engage in that very important thing called critical thinking. Because let's not forget, loves, you are the expert on you. It doesn't matter what letters come after a person's name. They get to go home at the end of the day and live their own lives. You are responsible for you. You are the only arbiter of what's right for you, so take responsibility for it. Ask this question and respond accordingly. Is this true for me? Okay. If something isn't right for you, toss it. Just be consciously aware of your vision. And who cares if something worked for a bunch of people, you know, the smartest question you could possibly ask is, is it right for you? Yeah, that may have been right for 20 other people, but is that actually right for me? Okay. It's a critical distinction to make here because Think about how differently you would respond to things you read when you're up at 2 a.m. Googling miracle fertility cures, right? Like if you're reading stuff, you're like, well, wait a minute, this woman, you know, was taking all these supplements and that's great for her, but is that right for me? You know, is that true? Is that circumstance true for me? Like it, it's, it's such a huge it's like, I don't know, the change that you're going to make, actually, I do know, I, knew, I know very well. The, the change that happens when you start asking this question, is this true for me, is, is just, it's incredible. You know, we get so defeated and we go into tailspins of fear if something doesn't work without ever asking the question from the get-go that could have helped us, you know, get into a better direction faster in the first place. You know, if we just ask, is this true for me? Hey, doc, you know, you're on my, my bump squad. You know, you're trying to help me out. But is that, is that diagnosis, is that actually true for me? Is this treatment, is that actually a good idea for me? You know, is the conclusion, is that actually true for me? I know it's worked for all these other people, but is that actually true for me under my circumstances? Okay. And, and that's so critical because think of how much more wisely you would invest your resources on this journey if you said to yourself, is this true for me? You know, and that's another way of, you know, instead of being penny wise and pound foolish, you know, you're going to make better investments that have the long game in mind if you, if you ask yourself, hey, is this true for me? And is, you know, is this true for me?
So really take that in, you know, and it, it's funny because I hear from women all the time that said, you know, oh my God, why didn't I find you years ago? And it's because of questions like this. You know, when you ask smarter questions, you get to where you want to go a hell of a lot faster. So if you find yourself struggling, my loves, rather than succeeding on this journey, you've got to ask if the means by which you are pursuing your goal are actually right for you. Okay. Are you living this journey on your terms and in a way that is actually in alignment with your vision? You know, can you see why mindset is so important? You know, and as a quick side note, asking this question, is this true for me presupposes that you and your views matter because they do. This is your dream, love. This is your dream. You want to be a mom that matters. And things being in alignment with what you really care about is critical. It's critical. And it's the way that you truly empower yourself. You know, this is like, we have all this information coming at us and it's really easy to be overwhelmed and feel powerless. But when you start asking that, that simple question, is this true for me? The presupposition, as I said, is that your opinion matters and that you want to be discerning. You're not just going to take whatever one, you know, what anyone is tossing to you. You want to make sure it's the right thing for you. And I'll give you another client example. I have this client, Tracy, she's amazing. She came to me almost two years ago getting ready for an IVF cycle. She realized that in the preparation for that, that her mindset was off. She knew that the negativity, the fear, and the freak out were stressing her out to the point that it was just working against her. And, you know, her circumstance was that she had been living with, with fibroids for decades. And, you know, when she came to me, she knew that the odds were not in her favor. And so she said to me, okay, Roseanne, I want your help. Being a mom is a non-negotiable for me. I want this baby. And I said, okay, let's do it. So we started working together. And in preparation for her IVF round, uh, she texted me saying, oh my God, the doctor doesn't want to do the transfer, you know, and if my recollection served me, he had told her it was like less than 3% chance. And at the time she wasn't even 40. So, um, you know, she was basically given this really grim uh, prognosis. And, you know, we had been working together for, you know, about just over a month-ish, I would say. And so she was already hitting it hard, applying the principles that I teach, applying the tools that I teach. And she just told the doctor, no, you're going to do this transfer. And I'll never forget. It was hilarious when she told me that. She's like, no, there, you know, he said, there's a fibroid present. I don't feel good about this. She's like, no, do the transfer. This is going to work. Two weeks later, my loves, pregnant. And that was 65 days into doing this work. And we're still together because she's like, Roseanne, I want baby number two. And she kept applying the principles, my love. And like, it, it was just, she just knew in her heart that another baby was in the works. And boom, 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 pregnant naturally after being basically told it would never happen. And now she knows in her heart and in fact that IVF is not her only option. And she's in her 40s. You know, even the doctor turned around and said, wow, okay, lady, let's do this. You can get pregnant naturally. So this is what happens. You know, this is what happens when you start to take control of what you think and believe you perform differently on this journey. Okay, my ladies seem to pull out a lot of Hail Marys when it comes to uh, natural pregnancies these days. They're crushing it with fertility treatments as well, but they're getting pregnant naturally left and right. And it's just, 
it really blows me away. So let's now talk about the foolproof masterstroke for eliminating struggle on this journey once and for all. Okay. So are you beginning to see a pattern here, my loves? You know, are you, are you beginning to see the pattern? You know, remember when we started, we made the distinction between working toward the goal and struggling. All right. Struggle is not required. And the pattern is we create struggle. Now, don't mistake what I'm saying here. The struggle is real and it is indeed happening, but it is entirely of our own creation, therefore within our control, okay? This is about you using that powerful, powerful gift of a brain that you have intelligently on this journey. And really look, you know, look at what we just talked about. We talked about having a clear vision, okay? We also talked about this powerful question, is this true for me? where you're able to really be discerning about the information coming in or the proposals that are being made for you. Is, are they true for you? Is that actually real in your life? Does that fit with the vision that you have? You know, it's just so important. When we don't have those pieces in place, it's a recipe for struggle, okay? Can you see why taking control of what you think and believe is so important on this journey? Okay, it should be abundantly clear right now. So, it literally determines if you will be in struggle. Taking control of what you think and believe will determine if you are in struggle. So the natural question that comes from this is, well, Roseanne, what does it take to stop struggling? Well, loves, there are a lot of ways to do that, okay? There are a lot of ways to do that, but let's focus in on one, okay? And the, one of the most, I mean, this, this shift, if you make it, it it'll change everything. Okay, like I, I am not exaggerating because it speaks to the heart of what we torture ourselves with on this journey. It's what makes this journey a struggle. You know, let's not forget, you know, what you're trying to do, my loves, is you want to be a mom. You're trying to have your baby. It's one of the most joyous things in your life, holding that precious little bug. You know, it's, it's just fantastic. And you know in your heart this was meant for you. If you're distracted from that today, just take the second and just remember, being a mom was meant for you. You're not doing this because it's some crazy hobby. You have love to give. There is so much inside of you that you want to give to a child. That matters. It's worth you taking a second to ask, is this true for me? It's worth you taking a second to create a vision for yourself and demand that your bump squad, the people that are supporting you, get in alignment with that because you have a mission, okay? And part of getting to the point where you, you eliminate struggle is this, drop the judgment, okay? Drop the judgment. Write that down drop the judgment. So what does that mean? It means stop judging yourself. Quit blaming yourself. Stop judging and blaming the people around you for that matter. Judgment and blame are a distraction, okay? They're a waste of precious energy. And you're trying to grow a baby. You got to allocate your energy wisely. Get off the judgment and blame train, okay? Drop the judgment. You are a big-hearted, amazing woman that just wants to have a baby, okay? What is wrong with that? You know, we have a lot of self-sabotaging thoughts that will come up and make us, you know, 
or at least try to seduce us into thinking that that's somehow a bad thing or we're asking for too much or who am I to want more? You know, I have this great life. I have this great job. You know, who am I? You know, maybe I'll just settle for not having a baby because it's not, you know, my life is good enough already. No, no, you're on a mission. And what matters is what's in your heart. So drop the judgment, okay? If you have failures on this journey, and I say that with quotation marks, having had 84 of them myself, okay, there, it's a fact. It's just a fact. Be careful of the meaning you attribute to it. Quit judging yourself. Get up and keep going, okay? If, if you mess up on your puritanically clean diet, and I say that with love because I've, I've been on almost every one of them, uh, you know, okay, you messed up. Drop the judgment. Get back on the horse and keep going, all right? Let's say, you know, you have a physician in your life that doesn't quite believe in you or, you know, you're having some conflict with. Okay, all right. Don't judge yourself for having made that choice and don't judge them. They're, they're trying to help. You know, the two of you may not agree and that's, that's cool. Two reasonable people can agree. You get to move on. They get to move on. Find somebody who actually believes in you, okay? Don't make it personal. And, and that's a critical thing. You know, one of my clients, um, it, she said something hilarious to me a couple years ago that, that really made me think about this journey not being personal. I mean, it is indeed a personal experience. So don't, don't mis, mistake the, the intention there. It is an intensely personal uh, experience, but having this in your life is not personal. You know, and, and one of the things that, that causes us to create struggle on this journey is we, we start judging that. You know, we judge that, we blame ourselves, we think we're being punished in some way, and it's like, well, no, no, this is just an experience in your life. And that's one way that I would offer you to, to reframe that thought and think critically about it, okay? You know, just take the lesson and move forward. You have a goal. It's just that simple. What happens on this journey is not personal. As I said, it's a personal experience, but it's nothing personal specifically to you. You're great. You're amazing. You just want to have a baby. It's awesome. And you have a lot of love to give and you're going to be helping the world out by becoming a mom because you have something to add. Okay. So stay focused on, on your, you know, on what you're, what you're doing here. Drop the judgment. Okay. Think about what would be different if you just focused on the goal. You drop the judgment, you drop the blame of yourself and everyone else around you. What would be different? Think about that. Okay. What would be different? So, and I'll give you, the final example I'll give you is I have a client um, that came to me all the way from Kenya and, you know, she was struggling. She had a lot of judgments about herself and her age. You know, she had repeated miscarriages. She was worried about IVF. And so she came to me and she's like, look, I want to have another baby. You know, it's not happening. All I seem to be doing is miscarrying. I need to turn this around because I know I'm meant to have two. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. So she did one of my programs and then we started coaching very quickly after that privately. And what was interesting is that within weeks of doing that program, she was pregnant and she's like, oh my gosh wow, I can't believe what I was able to do. Let's do more. And we started looking at so many other aspects of her life. And it was incredible. You know, the, the result that she created for herself was incredible. 
Okay. She overcame a lot. And I actually got to meet her last year. She came from Kenya and met me in San Francisco. And it was just such a delight to see this amazing woman who, who beat the odds. She beat the odds based on what she thought and believed. And it was incredible. So my loves. So to recap, you know, these are the three primary points. You know, you learned about the heartbreaking mistake that, that women make on this journey that keeps them in a state of struggle. Okay. Have a clear vision. Right. The second thing is you learn this, the insanely powerful question, is this true for me, that can instantly take you out of a tailspin of fear because you can, you can moderate what those things mean in your life. You know, all of the information you take in, is this actually true for me? Because if it's not true, I'm going to toss it aside and move on because I'm not going to focus on something that isn't true for me. Okay. And then the last thing for you know, as far as eliminating struggle, this foolproof master stroke is all about dropping the judgment. Quit making yourself wrong. Keep, quit making other people wrong. Focus on the goal. Okay, focus on the goal. Keep it simple. Take the judgment out and instantly watch how the struggle drops away. Okay. And so, and each one of the clients that I shared with you, you know, she's a, in a shining example of women who learn how to take control of their mindset. And when they did, they stopped struggling and they started succeeding. Okay. So what I'm going to tell you right before we go into the Q and A, I love answering your questions is like, look, if you want to learn more about this, if you want to learn how to perform at a higher level on your fertility journey, if you want to learn how to think differently, how to apply this mindset technology, you can go to my website, www.frommaybetobaby.com. This is where it all begins. And you know, your mindset is the one thing that you can control on this journey. The common denominator is you. And for the Circle and Bloom community, for those of you who are serious about getting pregnant, you actually want to do this, you know, go to www.frommaybetobaby.com. And right on that homepage, there's something called a breakthrough session. And that's for women who are serious about moving forward. And so if that's you, then you can go ahead and request some time with me and my team will review your application and we will go from there. So, okay. So I'm going to go to your questions, my darlings, and let's talk about this. And I'm going to turn on the video and I want to see all your brilliant faces. So for those of you who have a question for me, um, let's, you can hit the little uh, hand raising button and we'll go for it. Let's do this. Let's make this actually uh, real for you. And I'm going to start my camera so you guys can see me. Let's see here. Ah, you guys there? <laughs> so let's go to your question. So I'm going to go to the Q&A here and let's see what we've got. And I'm going to get out of screen sharing mode. Oh, and there's all my ladies. Okay. Oh, I love this. Um, okay. So I am going to, Laura, let's see if you guys have a question. Like I see these questions um, in my screen, but I want to see if you guys want me to answer these live because I would love to talk to you like this. It's so fun and I can give you some coaching. So I see some of the ones that are, have been typed in, but if you have a question that you want to ask me, um, go ahead and raise your hand and let's talk about this. Okay, so let's see here. Okay. So we see Texas, I see New York. And all right, so, 
Okay, there's a question coming in from Vanya. Here, let's see, I'm gonna answer that one. How do I know what a healthy, what healthy diet is best for me? Um, well, that's an interesting question, Vanya, because I think for everyone, it is, and actually I'm gonna see if you're, uh, where are you here, okay. Um, are you there, Vanya? Yes, I'm here. Okay. So let's, let's have a conversation about this because um, it's one of the things that, you know, what I love about this question is diet is one of those things that gets, you know, we can really get caught up in and, you know, it can become overwhelming because everyone has an opinion about it. Um, so what's your vision for what you're eating when you're getting pregnant? Um, it's, I feel like it's something that I feel good while I'm on it. Um, it's funny that you mentioned the, um, the gluten-free thing, because I feel like that's something that I've been recommended by through other, um, like natural practitioners are like, okay, well you should avoid gluten and, and all this stuff. And I'm like changing my diet drastically. Um, and I, I typically don't have a problem doing that. Um, but I have noticed that like some changes have really helped me. So like, for example, like when I've, um, reduced a lot of my red meat and just like meat in general, my periods have gotten better. Um, I've had like less breakouts, um, just, you know, like acne, that's something I just always struggled with. Um, so like, I know some things innately, I'm like, okay, that's better for me. But mm -hmm. when it comes to like gluten or like, I don't know, there's, I was also recommended like reduce nightshades. I'm like, I can't eat tomatoes. Like what, <laughs> you know, so it's called the joy free diet. So, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, this is, and I, this is why what you're asking is so freaking smart and I love it. So gold star for you. Um, it's funny because I, you'll hear from so many different people, so many opinions, and that's why it's so important to know your own. If you love tomatoes and tomatoes bring you joy and you're like, what? I, I'm going to have to give up tomatoes? Like, you got to use that beautiful noggin of yours, my darling. And if it doesn't feel right, then okay. You know, unless, you, unless you're speaking with a physician or somebody that's like, Vanya, if you eat a tomato, you will not get pregnant. Okay? Like, if that, I mean, if you have evidence before you that somebody is saying that, okay, well, then obviously you're not a fool. You're always going to go with the evidence. But, you know, you know, I'll tell you, my the client that I was telling you guys about earlier, the physician, I mean, she was on this psychotic autoimmune diet that, and I've got nothing against diets, okay, so please don't mistake me because I think there's a lot of wisdom in it. But joy is the best supplement you could possibly take. It's unfreaking deniable. If your diet has become oppression and it is a diet, I mean, and, and it sucks the living joy out of you, you've got to reevaluate. You've got to do the intelligent thing that any intelligent woman would do and say, okay, you know, is, is torturing myself with this, this is actually creating a result. You're seeing some result. I love that you're seeing that. So you know that some of the tweaks feel good to you and you're actually seeing some result. But uh, you know, but going after some diet just, you know, because of the dogma and like not being able to veer from it, you're a grown up. And yeah. if having a tomato here and there brings you pleasure, then 
unless there's some evidence standing before you that that's going to be the one thing that keeps you from being pregnant, move on. Yeah. So, thank you. You know? And so, and let me just tell you, like the client that I was telling you about, it was on the crazy autoimmune diet. Then she's like, screw it. She started eating ice cream. She was even doing McDonald's and boom, she's pregnant because she was happy. You know, yeah. when I got pregnant with my son, Asher, I had been traveling all over Italy and, and, and France eating raw cheese, drinking wine, and doing basically everything and wearing stilettos on cobblestone, okay? But doing basically everything t people tell you not to do. And that's why, this is why I said to everyone here, you are the best arbiter of what's true for you, Vanya. Like, obviously I don't know you, but I can tell you kick ass in your life. So you got to trust yourself, trust what's here, okay? And, you know, and make sure that you're in partnership with a bump squad, you know, your nutritionist, all these other people that really believe in you and aren't just spoon feeding you something that worked for 20 other people. We have to know what's right for Vanya. You got Thank it? You. Yeah, got it. Appreciate it. Ah, great question, Vanya. So I am going to mute your line for your privacy. So, okay. So let's go to the next question. Um, okay. So we have uh, Nancy, and Nancy asks, what if you have unexplained infertility? How can you focus your mindset to positivity? Well, I had that, Nancy. I mean, and a lot of times with the diagnoses we get, I mean, they're just educated guesses. And I don't mean that to disparage anybody. So don't mistake that, okay? So, um, and actually, I want to talk to you, Nancy. Are you there? Uh, yes, I'm. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, my darling. Okay, so let's see here. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. Um, you know, how? What's your vision for how you live your journey? Um, that's a, that's kind of an interesting one. Um, for me, the biggest thing is that I've always wanted to have a baby naturally. Okay. Um, I was doing acupuncture for about five months. Um, my husband and I, we've been trying for about two years. Um, but when the medicine wasn't working for my OBGYN, we decided to try the kind of more holistic approach and then acupuncture didn't really seem to work. So now we're back working with a fertility specialist and it kind of just seems like it's the same thing where, oh, well, everything looks good. And well, maybe we'll try you on this different kind of medicine. And it's just kind of like been there, done that, like you know, I'm just kind of tired of trying different like Western medicine techniques. I'm just kind of like, it shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, this is where I'm saying, drop the judgment. I'm going to love right. you enough right now. Quit judging that. It's just, you have a goal, right. you have a goal and you're heading toward it because when we start judging it, we start getting distracted from the goal. And we start wasting, we start wasting time with questions like, you know, we start going off on coulda, woulda, shoulda. Coulda, woulda, shoulda is going to waste your time. You want to focus on what's going to be right for you. So if it sounds to me like the Western medicine approach is, is you know, I feel the real low vibe thing coming from you, my darling, right now. So <laughs> it doesn't seem, and I'm, please don't, it's not me judging you. I'm saying it with love. If you can't tell, I'm very direct. Um, sure. But that's because I'm passionate about you holding your baby. That's the only freaking thing I care about. For any yeah. woman that I work with, that's why I am as 
as emphatic about this as possible because I see what happens when a woman turns this around. So you're over the Western medicine thing for right now, right? Right. Right. Okay. So what would you like to pursue? What means would you know? Like? I guess that that's where it's kind of like tricky because it's like with all the testing, there's nothing that's saying, oh, this, this is the reason why. It's just kind of like, well, I mean, you just, everything looks good. So it's like, okay, well then I should be pregnant. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with my stress levels. Okay. But I have talked to my doctors and I'm like, you know, is there a way that we can check my cortisol levels or anything like that? And Mm -hmm. they're like, no, not really. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. So, but here's the wisdom in what you're sharing. Okay. This is, you're brilliant. Um, you know, instinctively, remember when I said earlier, you are the sole arbiter. I mean, I, uh, somebody can tell you, oh, stress has nothing to do with it. Really? Really? Right. (laughs) My practice is full of high achieving, high performing women. Now I'm not here to try to say, oh, well, you know, it's only stress. No, that's ridiculous. But it clearly, clearly plays a role. Okay. Because, and that's not, because you can feel it, right? Nancy, you can feel it. That's what I mean. I don't know. Maybe you went to medical school. I went to law school. So I'm not a doctor. Thank God. I work with them, (laughs) but but I'm not a doctor. So, but this is where you get to rely on yourself. Something instinctively is telling you there's something not right here. Right. So this is where looking at your mindset, looking at the way that you're approaching your life, your journey, because look, the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. It is a fact. Okay. We are creatures Mm -hmm. of habit. And because I work with so many lovably type A control freaky, um, you know, make it happen women, I totally get that. So what I would encourage you to do is go back. I mean, for you, the coaching stops at the first bullet point from today's presentation. What is your vision? Yeah. How do you want to do this? Because, you know, so many people get fixated on, well, what do you mean, Rosanna? How am I going to do that? No, no, no. Get clear on your vision. Because when you understand what your vision is, the next best step becomes clear. You don't have to know the next 50 steps. You just need to know the next one. Because when you take that step, the next step reveals itself. Do you see yeah. how, does that make any sense to you? No, that does. That totally does. And I guess like, even like you were saying before, I mean, the specialist doctor that I'm working with, she's just kind of like very matter of a fact. And like, when I do ask questions, it's just kind of like automatically like, you know, kind of like not put down, but just kind of like, nope, that's impossible, blah, blah, blah. So it, she's kind of a little hard that way. And it's just kind of like, you don't really feel very supported. Okay. Okay. So, so I know that that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just her way. She's, she's trying to help in the best way that she knows how I went through a lot of doctors like that, <laughs> you know? but that's why it's like, that's why I said, when you create your vision, is that what you're going to tolerate? Right. And that, are well, you that's where I play a supporting role or are you going to be the leader? Right. And that's where I struggle. Cause I'm naturally a leader. And so he's not really supporting me. I'm just kind of like, okay, well, own it, own your leadership (laughs) woman, be the leader. Come on. Like, I mean, that's what, there's something holding you back, baby. So you got to get your mind right. Like, this is why, like, this is why it's, I'm such an evangelist for this because when a woman gets her mindset, right, she starts using her, you know, her intellect starts using her intuition, all of these things, because what you think 
and what you believe directly impact your results because thoughts, beliefs lead to actions and actions leads directly to results. You can't get around it. That's why people right. try to blow off mindset as some woo-woo BS. I'm like, it's actually quite logical and linear because if you look around your life, it's a reflection of what you think and believe. So yeah. you, my darling, you know, some people hate unexplained infertility. I actually kind of love it because that's what I had. That's what they diagnosed me, you know, sure. and it, they gave me that diagnosis in, in addition to advanced maternal age. I was geriatric. Okay. Yeah. This is going to be 46 this year and I feel younger than I've ever felt. And so it's like, yeah, that's just not true for me. So when it comes to unexplained infertility, there is no explanation. So there's nothing holding you back, Ben. That means anything is possible. That's true. Anything is possible. Write that down <laughs> and rock that out. So go your homework, my darling woman. Don't forget you are smart. You are passionate. Go create your vision. Go okay. create your vision. And then I think a, a lot of things are going to come uh, flying out of that. So you got it? I do. Thank you. Isn't this fun? Like who, like can you see why this journey does not necessarily have to be a struggle? Yes. Oh, for sure. All right, my darling, you are brilliant. Thank you for asking that question. I really loved it. So thanks oh. for playing. <laughs> yes, thanks, Roseanne. <laughs> okay. All right. So we're going to go to Laura. Okay. What is your advice for women who have had multiple miscarriages? How do you let go of that kind of struggle? Okay. My darling woman. Okay, so first of all, let me see if I can, um, Laura, okay, Laura, are you there, my darling, Laura, hello, are you there, okay, I'm going to unmute you, sister, because I have a feeling that you have something really cool to say, you there, doll? I am, yes. Ah, good, see, I'm normally like a technophobe, so the fact that we're even doing this is awesome, so Okay. Multiple miscarriages. Okay. So my heart goes out to you, my darling. I lived, that was part of my own story. So, um, and I, it's undoubtedly part of the stories of, you know, women are on this call. So first of all, you're not alone and we see you, we hear you. So what do you want to let go of about that? Um, I don't know. I guess fear that it will happen again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if it happen, if it happens again, then what? I mean, then it's more, more pain. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. What are you making it mean that you are having miscarriages? I feel like I'm, I'm worried it means that I'm not meant to be a mom. Woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, do you believe that? I don't know. It's just a question that, um, that I'm having, you know, um, when my husband and I first started to try to get pregnant, my doctor was like, oh, you're going to have a really hard time. You should go straight to a fertility person. And we were like, well, we'll just try on our own. And then I got pregnant like almost right away. And then, and then I had a miscarriage. And then we're like, okay, well, we're going to try again. 
And then I got pregnant again really fast afterwards. And then I had another early miscarriage. And so like on the one hand, I'm like, okay, like I'm just not gonna believe all these doctors who said like this wouldn't happen in the first place. But at the same time, I'm like, well, is like the universe trying to tell me that like this just isn't meant to be? I don't know. Okay. So there's a couple ways that you can look at that. All right. So obviously you already beat the odds. Rock on. You got pregnant. Um, and so the other thing, you know, one of the, one of the coolest reframes that you can take is when you, you know, you have this belief that says, oh, well, maybe I'm not meant to be a mom. You got to check that against what you know here. Okay. Nobody who keeps putting one foot in front of the other on this journey is not meant to be a mom. Seriously. Like it mm -hmm. takes a lot of guts and I think you need to start giving yourself way more credit than, than you are giving yourself. The second thing is, you know, for you, it doesn't even sound, and again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to diagnose you. You're simply asking me for a strategic way to think about this. Okay. And that's where mm -hmm. I am a master mm -hmm. is look, your baby's trying to get here. Your baby's working on getting to you. The question becomes, okay, remember, there's a goal. You have a goal, so quit judging it, all right? The, the smarter question is not whether or not you're meant to be a mom, is how can I make this happen? What is the support that I need right now to help me get there? You get pregnant, woman, all right? You already beat the odds, so the question is now, what support can I get to help me get across the finish line? What are the nudges, you know, and this is huge. And this is for all of you. I, I want all of you to take a second and think failure is not final unless you make it. Okay. Failure is simply an invitation to make a course correction. Okay. Like if you knew the number of quote unquote failures, a plane has to make to get from San Francisco to Hawaii, you'd never fly. Right. Because there's all these corrections, right? Like it's got a correct course thousands of times because of wind, because of all kinds of stuff, you know, turbulence, all kinds of stuff. It's course correction. You know, it's simply an invitation. Okay. So what's, what, what can I do? What are, what is the support that I need? Okay. So it, you can, you can think of yourself as taking these failures as, Oh God, it's a sign from the universe is not going to happen for me. <laughs> do you really believe that? nobody with that like I don't know you but I'm like this woman she's all snuggly she's amazing of course she's gonna be a mom like I'm not a clairvoyant but I can tell like so you've got to see that and say okay like my baby is trying my baby's tried three times so far to get here two two okay two times to get here so far this baby is resilient this baby is hell-bent on getting to me so what can I do to help this baby get here, okay? It, this is where you go into partnership with your physician, okay? This is where you go into partnership with some alternative medicine. This is where you strengthen up here because mm -hmm. you can't let current circumstances and evidence to the contrary slow you down. You're on a mission, mm -hmm. okay? That's the ferocity that you've got to find within yourself because, you know, I have a client in Sao Paulo, Brazil, freaking 46, came to me, said, Roseanne, I've got to make this happen. I got, you know, I've got one egg, you know, I've got one egg left and boom. Okay. 46 had insane immune issues. You know, she just said, look, I'm going to do this. You've got to, you've got to light that fire. 
in you. Okay, you got to take care of the grief because let's not pretend we're not pretending that that doesn't exist. But this is where it's yes and. If you've ever been on one of my calls before, you know I take a stand for yes and. Yes, I have had miscarriages and I am going to be a mother. This is not standing in my way. I have pain. Yes, I have pain. We all have pain. All right? Like, yes, and. It's not putting a period at the end of that sentence. It's like just a comma. Yes, and. Boom. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Yes, it does. I like the idea of like, of yes, and. Like, yes, I've had miscarriages and I will be a mom or I will keep trying. Like, you know. Say it like you mean it, woman. <laughs> You say yeah. it like you mean it. You're, you're not going to try. You're going to do. Okay. That's like, I wish that was my thing. I think that's Yoda's, but like, you know, just, I will be a mom. I will. Yeah. I want you to stand up and say that like Wonder Woman at some point later today. Like not right now. I'm not going to do that to you, okay. Okay. Uh, but, but say that and really feel the emotion. I am going to be a mom. You know, I spent so many years in the opposite of that, and it didn't get me a result. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it doesn't surprise me that it didn't. Mm -hmm. Duh. You know, you're, it's like you've got this beautiful baby that's, that's like on the way. It's like it, you got to be open to it. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I would encourage you to do, Laura. So you got it? I do. Yes. Thank you very much. All right, my darling. Oh, you guys are brilliant. I love this. Thank you for joining me on video too. I love seeing my ladies. Okay. So, all right. So there is, okay. And Laura, actually you were asking me about um, vision. So yeah. I mean, so really quickly is like, give yourself permission to create this vision. What does it actually look like? in your mind, the way that you live your journey? Or do you see part of that vision that you're doing continuing naturally? Do you see yourself in partnership with a great fertility doctor that really believes in you and, and is a master at helping women with recurrent miscarriage? You get to decide, okay? You really do get to decide. So let's see what else. Who else has a question? If you have a question, uh, raise your hand. There's a little hand raising thing. And, um, okay. All right. So I have, it just says G skill. Okay. So I'm going to promote you to, uh, are you there? Hey doll here. I'm going to unmute you. Let's see here. Look at that beautiful I, face. I didn't think I was going to connect, but there you are. So what's your question doll? So here's my question. So I, uh, my new fertility doctor, uh, uh, I did a biopsy of my uterus and found a small uh, in, um, amount of infection. Okay. And I took antibiotics, but I didn't finish because I got, um, I got an allergy to one of them. Okay. So now they're saying that, I, I guess, because of the fact that they found uh, some infection there, they said the next step is to do a, um, a surgery, which is, I forget what it's called, but basically they, they go through the belly button with a camera Mm -hmm. And then they make two more incisions um, under the belly button on each side, left and right. And, um, and they're basically saying that the infection is what uh, causes a miscarriage, which, which I have, I've had three. Okay. And it sounded like um, they would not do another IVF 
if I didn't do the um, that surgery. And mm. I'm I'm a little bit uh, skeptical. Okay. Okay. Um, also, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh no, please. My other problem is um, I have um, a hyperactive immune system. Mm-hmm. The like the the natural killer cells are are pretty high. Mm-hmm. So I'm debating whether to just skip the surgery and um, the doctor does the uh, treatment for natural killer cells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm not sure if they will allow allow me to do IVF without the surgery. Okay. Uh, have you gotten other opinions about whether or not the surgery is necessary? Not yet. Okay. Um, cause there's something about the surgery clearly by your own admission, you're feeling a little skeptical about it. So you're not completely sold on that. Um, what's causing you to hesitate? I, it's just, it's invasive. Um, and I'm afraid, that, um, basically when they want to look at, uh, at, at the uterine cavity from another side, I'm, and I'm just afraid that I will do it. And um, they want to clean out. They want to do a DNC, which sounds um, bad because basically they're going to clean out my uterus, and that's like having an abortion. And I'm afraid that there's going to be a consequence. They're going to tell me there was a complication. Okay, I can see why you'd hesitate. Um, I I might be a little hesitant too. That doesn't mean that it's not the right thing. I don't think anyone is going to know that. But I think it sounds to me like there's a question that's not being answered. And I think that's where perhaps getting a second opinion could be really wise. There's something that's causing you to hesitate. So we're looking at this only from the perspective of, of mindset. So how does a woman who wants to be successful on this journey think? How would she look at your situation? Okay. So it always begins with, I mean, this is why I was teaching you guys at first, like, what is your vision? You know, clearly there's something about the invasive nature of that procedure that's kind of like eh, slowing you down. Maybe that's not exactly what you had planned. And, and that doesn't mean that everything always goes as planned. But what it means is, is like, okay, when I hesitate, that means that one, I probably have a question that's not being answered. Or two, I don't have enough information. I don't have enough information to make a great choice. Okay. Anyone who wears a shirt that says fight like a girl is a badass. Okay. So... So you've got to trust yourself. Don't hand your power over to somebody. And again, that doesn't mean that your fertility team sucks or that it means that somebody's trying to, you know, push you into doing something you don't want to do. That's, that's not it. It's just simply you deserve to get the additional information that's going to help you make a great decision. Okay. And, you know, I've had plenty of my clients who had natural T, uh, you know, killer cells, like, you know, they were basically arm wrestling that with, you know, all the time. And if you find somebody who's really good at addressing that issue, um, it, you can absolutely go on to carry a perfectly healthy baby and have a great pregnancy, you know? So, so I just want, I'm telling you that because if, if that feels like a, yet another obstacle, love, there are ways around that. And there are women that are um, employing treatments uh, for that condition that absolutely go on to carry healthy babies. So don't you dare give up on yourself. Um, I would go back and, and ask that, you know, the second bullet point that I shared with you guys is that, that insanely powerful question. Is this really true for me? Is this surgery, is that actually what's right for me? And sometimes we have to talk to multiple people in order to make a decision. And the last piece of that is I want you to check in here. 
you know, like most of the time I look again, I am even though I may not look like it with my pink and blue hair and guns and roses t-shirt, I may not seem like the most logical and linear person, but I am a former prosecutor at heart. You know, this journey, we tend to get so locked up from the neck up, right? We, we try to live it from here, but the reality is, is from here, neck down, that includes your heart. You know, you've got to lean into what is being presented to you and is this right for you? It's not just whether or not the next choice is logical and linear, it's whether it feels instinctively and intuitively like the right choice. And the thing that I'm getting from you, and obviously woman, I don't know you, um, and I say this with love, is this doesn't feel right to you. Okay. What do you and think? How can I, um, my other question is, um, I'm not sure how to, how to boost my confidence. So I feel like, and my doctor told me that. He said, you have to have confidence. And all my- I other, love it. Somebody that actually other, gets it. Yeah. All my other uh, friends who have uh, had success, they, they said that this uh, friend um, said that right before the, um, the transfer, she went into the bathroom and she did this like meditation that it was going to happen. It was going to work and it worked every time she did two of them on the first try. And I just, that's what I'm missing. I know how to get myself into that. Mm-hmm. You reach out to somebody who teaches women how to do this. That, you know, cause like that's not a skill that most of us got. I know I didn't, they didn't teach that in law school. I didn't learn that at home. Um, and so you got to go out and get it. You got to learn how to do that. And, you know, for everyone, it's different. Some things work for some people, other things, you know, need to be shifted. So you want to take an approach to your mindset and what you're thinking from a very individualistic perspective, because okay. you, my darling, are going to be very different from other people. And that's a great thing, right? So you want to, you want to get to the nuggets that are keeping you back. And so, which is what I teach women to do. Everything. Okay, great. So thank you so much for your help. Yeah, Fine. go get it, baby. Go get thank it. You. You're meant to be a mama. Okay. So does anybody else have a question that you want to ask me live? Because seriously, like this is a fantastic opportunity. Just hit the little hand raising button. Um, if not, I'm gonna wrap this up and I've gotta I've gotta do a bunch of things today. I got my boy today, so we're gonna run around and he's gonna be my little sidekick. Um, my, and give my husband a break today. Um, but you know, remember ladies, you know, let's, let's also, you know, in wrapping this up, let's send a loving shout out to circle and bloom because you know, this is the foundation. I mean, I, I love what circle and bloom stands for. It's a woman. It is a, a woman can be empowered by what she, what she visualizes and, and it really empowers you to be at one with your body because you know, you're hearing all this noise, you know, people, you know, clap trapping in your ear about what you should or should not be doing, but you truly are the only arbiter of that. And you've got to get really clear. Remember what I taught you today. So any other questions you want to raise your hand, um, click that little button. Otherwise I am going to, okay. Oh, here's some more questions here. Um, I didn't see them. Okay. Vanessa. Okay, Vanessa asked me, I don't, where are you, Vanessa? Let me see if I can. Um, are you there, doll? Let's see. Are you here? Let's see. Are you there, Vanessa? 
Okay, Vanessa had a question that was a really good one, I thought. I don't know if she's still there. Um, okay, so I can't seem to unmute Vanessa. So anyway, Vanessa asked me a question. How do you manage failure and clients that ultimately choose not to have their own biolog biological child after a long fertility journey, or i.e. decide to adopt or move forward without children? Okay, so it sounds like there are two parts to that question. One, how do I manage failure? Well, as we learned with Laura, failure is simply an invitation to course correct. That's the way I look at failure. I don't actually, and I say failure like this. I mean, I also um, shared what I think about failure really in the last bullet point is drop the judgment. Um, you're either going to focus on the failure, you're going to focus on the solution. It's very simple, you know, because if you're focusing on a failure, basically living in the past, your baby's not in the past. Your baby is, is in your future, is in your present and your future, actually. So that's one of the things that I would really um, encourage you to do is like, you don't have to manage failure. You simply have to train it, you know, train your view that failure isn't final. And it's simply an invitation to up level and change uh, course. It's about course correcting. And clients that ultimately choose not to have their own biological child. Um, because I'm a coach, I everything about what I do is supporting my clients. Um, if they decide to go in a different direction, then I've, God love them. I think it's fantastic. It's a woman taking control of where she's going on her journey. And truly, that's the only thing that we, we can control is how we approach our lives and the way that we approach this journey. And if it becomes clear to them that they want to go a different route, then that's what I help them do. Um, so, and that's ultimately their choice. So I have, you know, my ladies have babies. It's, it's very simple. Um, and if they decide to change the way they do that, then that's what we work on. So, um, it's, my work is all about you becoming the mom that you were meant to be. So how changing course doesn't, we don't miss a beat. So, okay. So let me see. I think that's the last question. Let me just make sure I'm not missing anything because these are all really great questions. Okay, my loves. So for those of you um, who ask questions, thank you so much. It was great to get to know you a little bit and to um, address the things that are, are really important to you. Um, and, you know, look, just don't forget that being a mom, it's, that's in your heart because it was meant for you. And for those of you who are like, oh my God, I need Roseanne Austin in my life. I want to be successful in this journey. And I am serious about making the changes that are going to help my performance on this journey so I can get what I want. Then you can, as I said, reach out www.frommaybetobaby.com and you can request time for me. But like I said, that's really only for women who are serious about getting pregnant and serious about becoming moms because um, that's what it's going to take. You have to be able to be fierce about your, where you're at on this journey. And um, if you can't tell, I'm quite fierce about women making their dreams come true on this journey. So you guys have a great rest of your day. Um, have an amazing weekend, my loves, and just focus. Remember, you were meant to be a mom. It doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It doesn't matter, you know, current circumstances, evidence to the contrary. Stay focused on your truth. Okay? All right, my loves. It was such a great morning with you. So go and have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Take care.